0: Welcome to A Tale of Sorting and Dreamcasts, where we talk about our favorite books and how we would bring them to life on the big screen.
1: Hello, everyone. We are A Tale of Sorting and Dreamcasts. I'm Bridget. And I'm Lindsay. And I'm Jane. Or Pippin. (laughs) Or Pip. I don't know.
0: Right.
1: (laughs) Yeah, we call her every variation.
0: Birth name Jane. Yes. Real name Pip. Correct. (laughs)
1: Correct. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so we're wrapping up our... What's the series called? Shades Altogether. of Magic. Yeah, series. Shades of Magic series by V.E. Schwab. We're going to be finishing up with A Conjuring of Light. It's a thick-ass book. Mm-hmm. I have four pages of summary. So please, if you guys want to interject at any time for oh, character bits, course, just like, course. please, help me. <laughs> help me? Yeah. So what's our icebreaker question, Lindsay? Oh,
0: so... If you belonged in the Avatar universe, what nation would you belong to,
2: Jane? Air. (laughs) I just. First of all, the colors are beautiful. And also, like, they're, like, calm and also chaotic. And I feel like that is a good combo. And then you could do, like, the air scooter thing that he does. And you get to, like, ride on a ball of air. And also flying bison. Like, do I need to say anything else? I want my own appa.
1: Yeah, and that. you are 100% A. So, <laughs> um, yeah. You have the same soul. I <laughs>
0: I I think it just kind of works out that all of us, like the tribe that we would be a part of, like the nation that we belong to, also like correlates to the character that we would be in
1: this show. Yes. That yeah. So, what's your your kingdom.
0: I would be Water Tribe. Water Tribe. <laughs> <laughs> Water Tribe. <laughs> Basically because I'm Sokka.
2: But a
1: thousand
0: percent. I would hope that I actually had powers. <laughs> no. Oh
1: yeah. Oh and then I'm a uh, Earth Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Cause she's pretty. Because she is tough. Because I'm tough but <laughs> <laughs> if I wasn't I'd probably be or Fire Nation but Right. Yeah, I've always vibed with the, the Earth Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes.
0: Which is kinda of funny because it's uh it's all of our zodiac signs, but switched. So, oh yeah. Because oh, Jane's a Taurus, which is like Earth. She's like an Earth person. So mm-hmm. that would be yours. And then you're a Pisces, which is water. Oh. And then I'm an Aquarius, which is air. Weird. <laughs> so, so we all <laughs> we all just pass it around. <laughs>
1: Amazing. Yeah. I love it. Those three elements like to follow us around. Okay. Should we get into the book yes okay the book of pain Alrighty, there's not a whole lot of characters because we're pretty much just wrapping up the series and then like casting whoever (laughs) is left over
0: right it's basically more of like the background people Mm -hmm. this time but yeah
1: okay let us begin so we pick right back up where we left off with the world's biggest cliffhanger slash like world hanger (laughs) Kind of. I hated it. So Lila, Lila is deciding to use Antari magic for the first time by herself to travel to White London to save her stupid boyfriend, Kel, <laughs> who went off by himself. So over in White London, through Holland's perspective, Oseron imprisons Holland's mind and fully takes over his body. Uh, Kel has the collar around him, so he's like being tortured and like magic is being blocked from it. So um, knowing that the pain he's feeling, Rye is also feeling, Kel breaks his own wrists cause, <laughs> to, yeah. like, escape well, the pain. The,
0: his power is literally being ripped away from him, and that power includes the spell that has Rai's life. Mm-hmm. So basically, Rai is, like, dying, and he can feel it. Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah, so he breaks his own wrists to, like, free himself, sort of, but passes out from the pain. <laughs> Not logical decision, but okay. And then <laughs> back in uh, Red London... Rai is once again dying as Rai is coming in and out of consciousness. Alucard tells him that he is sorry he left, but he is here now. So Rai can't die because that would be very rude (laughs) considering he has come all this way to be with him. So sad, yet like sassy at the same time. Uh, So Lila successfully travels to White London and kills Ochka on her way into the castle. Ochka actually nearly kills Lila first, but... When she like goes to stab her, she stabs her fake eye instead. So Lila is able to fend her off, kills her, and is able to free Kel from the collar. And Kel heals her. They travel back to Red London. So we are seven chapters in to the book, and the three main characters have all nearly died. Yes. <laughs> Amazing start. Only the beginning? <laughs> yay oh man this book like terrified me to read when i first started it i was just i don't want any of my babies to I die i was so scared the whole time which yeah. like fun
0: fact i know i sent you guys this photo that mm-hmm. i found but um apparently ve schwab when originally writing this this was all at the ending of the second book and pretty much like 95 percent of the characters had died and her editor messaged her and she's like rewriting <laughs> your fans and will kill you like, Right. She like, made a comment. She's like, this is what happens when you don't get any sleep, because she was like trying to get her master's degree, and I guess like getting her master's and writing this at the same time, so she was like, yep, I didn't get any sleep, so everyone must die. <laughs> so she rewrote it and then ended up putting it as the beginning of the
1: third book. God, so damn. happy right. she rewrote that.
2: <laughs> oh, Honestly.
1: Victoria. Okay, so Rai comes back to life again as Kel returns to the castle. Relieved that Rai is alive, he expects to be berated by King Maxim and his mother, but he is welcomed in by a silent hug Aww. by both of his parents, because they were worried not only about Rai, but also about, about Kel. Kel. So, as Kel tells everyone about the events that happened back in White London, Oseron, who is in Holland's body, crosses into Red London and begins his attack on the Winter's Ball at the castle. Osseron ends up killing Kisimer. He basically Aww. incinerates her from the inside. That yeah. was... Yeah, yeah, that death hurt. And too. we were in Kissimer's perspective when this mm-hmm. happened. And she was drunk at the time. So if she wasn't drunk, I feel like she could have survived. But she was, you know. Well, yeah.
0: I think she just would have put up a, big, a little yeah. bit more of a fight. But I think ultimately she was going to die. Oh, really? Which is like really sad.
1: Yeah. I was hoping she would just escape. Me too. <laughs> no, because no, or...
0: she, she's a Gryffindor. She would have been
1: like, to the death. That's fair. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Defending <laughs> your kingdom. <laughs> okay, so Kelm and the king arrived to fend off Osirom who is now able to create his own body out of shadows. Mm. And I think from, I feel like being in red London, his pow- he's more powerful because yeah. white London is kind of, you know, without magic, but being in red London, he's able to m- manifest his own body of shadows now. Yeah. So he tosses. Magic runs freely. <laughs> yeah. So he tosses uh, Holland's body aside and jumps into the river which happens a lot in this book. Everyone just keeps jumping in the river. <laughs> so, so he jumps into the river and the river turns from red to black. So in an inn in Red London, the crew of the Night Spire witness Oseron beginning to take possession of the residents of Red London. And then everything becomes very culty mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. with uh, those possessed saying the phrase that the king has come. Yeah, don't join cults where the leader is made of shadows. <laughs> Just any don't cult. Don't join cults really. in general. <laughs> I was gonna say <laughs> But when the leader's made <laughs> of I'm shadows, of that's like that's the bad worst cults. <laughs> so then Kel and Lila arrive like the Avengers and make it rain and Tari blood because they realize that their blood is able to stop people from being possessed. It doesn't help those that are possessed if they put the blood on them, it doesn't really do anything, but if mm-hmm. you haven't been possessed yet, you got blood on you, you're like
0: it works as like a shield,
1: yes. Uh, so, Maxim allows Oseron to possess the city so that no more deaths happen. Lila herself or Lila introduced herself to her new in laws <laughs> and immediately insults the king, of course, <laughs> of course. <laughs> to the shock of everyone <laughs> around them. It's amazing. So We get a lot of Alucard's perspective in this book. There's a whole lot of perspectives, like, throughout this with random side characters. But a whole chunk more of Alucard's perspective is introduced. So Alucard learns that the people outside of the castle aren't doing too hot. So he gets some of Lila's magic blood on his forehead, like baby Simba, (laughs) and leaves the castle to go to his childhood estate to check on his family, more so his sister. So Kel in the castle bumps into my favorite character cora who attempts to flirt with him in the hallway but (laughs) is interrupted by his actual girlfriend Mm -hmm. lila lila tells her to f off and then proceeds to flirt with kel herself until she passes out because kel's bodyguards (laughs) drugged her oh because she refused to sleep like she has not slept since all this shit went down with
0: posture director kind of <laughs> so cute the whole scene because she's like she found some place like a little corner to like sit down and he was like I brought you tea mm-hmm. and she's like okay and they like sit there and they talk for a little bit and he's just kind of been like what is it like charged to kind of watch over her mm-hmm. and as she's leaving the room he's like you you forgot the tea <laughs> and she's like oh yeah sure and then just like chugs it whole and he's just like oh god oh god oh god <laughs> oh god just right away yeah <laughs> he's just like oh boy here it comes
1: yeah Oh gosh, Adorable. yeah, don't, don't drug a Slytherin because they'll... <laughs> they'll, <laughs> they'll they hold grudges. <laughs> so Alucard makes it back home where we meet his siblings. His brother, Barris, who's a homophobic asshole. Oh, yes. And his little sister, Anissa. She's the an sweetest. <laughs> who is a sweet angel, baby child. Oh, so girl. let's cast them. Do you want to do Barris first? Yes. Okay, why don't you go, Lindsay? So I
0: chose Henry Golding from uh oh, yeah. crazy rich asians because uh since i had chose um ezra miller mm-hmm. i kind of tried to find people that were a little bit on like the asian side yeah so, uh-huh. to just keep that all in the family so that they look so, related yeah so that they look related mm-hmm. and i think henry because um i always pictured barris being just like like a little bit thicker mm-hmm. and, like, bigger than like a uh, yeah. alucard like a bear and henry's kind of got like those broad <laughs> shoulders so but, yeah that's who i chose for bears that's Yay. a good one what about you pip
2: I chose I apologize for this pronunciation Uli mm-hmm. Latu Kefu. the he played Biamba in Marco Polo <gasps> Bi- He's a oh. sweet baby angle and I love him but I feel like he could play a really good big mean dude. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh yes. So
0: Oh yes, he's playing Young Rock in like a show. <gasps> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm so They're happy getting, about like that. Dwayne Johnson through the yeah. ages like his growing up story
1: and he's playing like the mm-hmm. the one in the middle. The one <laughs> in the. I love it. Yeah. That's oh, a brilliant oh, idea okay. for a show. Who did you cast for card again, Jane?
2: Uh, Boo Boo Stewart.
1: Ah, yes. Oh, they totally could be related. Right? right? Yeah.
2: Because I try Because mm-hmm. Boo Boo Stewart's like. I know he's part Korean and probably Native American, but he's got like a bunch of different features. So I was mm-hmm. like, similar, I guess? A
1: mixed baby. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's a good pick. I like yeah. that. Thank you. So. So for Barris for me I casted Santiago Cabrera. He was in uh, Merlin for us also oh. Star Trek oh. Picard, the newer Star Trek. He yes. was also in Heroes. He was like the the artsy guy. Mhm. Um, and I again like casted someone that looked like they could be related mm-hmm. to who I did for Alucard, who I casted Anthony Ramos from Hamilton and in, in the Heights. Yes. So um, that's who I did for Barris. I love it. And I want to see this guy in more stuff. I haven't really seen him in things in a while, and I always really liked him when he's in things. So. Yeah, yeah, he's nice. a good actor. I like him yeah. a lot. And then Anissa. would you Anissa. do, Lindsay?
0: Anissa. So I chose Anne Cathcart from um, To All the Boys I Loved Before. She plays Kitty. <gasps> oh, she's oh, perfect. Yeah, so, Anissa is said to be between 12 and 13, so I was, it was really hard for me to try Mm. to find, like, a super young actress, but Anna is 17, so I figured it's not, like, too far, and I know, like, 30-year-olds have played high schoolers, Mm -hmm. so I'm pretty sure she could pull it off, and I mean, if they made Anissa look a little bit older, I don't think it'd be, like, tragic to the storyline, but yeah, I chose her, because she's also of Asian descent, and so I think, it was really funny, because I kept pulling up pictures of Ezra and everyone who I wanted, and I'm like, ooh, jawline's perfect.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I did Amanda Amanda Stenberg. She played um, Rue in Hunger Games. I couldn't, mm. I couldn't find anybody that was like l- looked really young, right? That was and- like looked similar to the other two, but I just thought she would be nice as a as
1: a sweet baby Angle sister. You definitely did that in the Hunger Games. Right. Right? Yep. Ouch. Ow. <laughs> so um, I casted Jenna Ortega. Ooh. She was in Jane the Virgin. And she's on Netflix's *You* <gasps> oh, in season two.
0: She plays Young Jane. Yeah, Young time. Jane and Jane the
1: Virgin. And she's 18, but she still looks very young. So, yes.
2: Oh, yeah. she's cute. Yes, yes, <laughs> she's very cute. I like I it. Her.
1: Okay, so we are put into Holland's perspective and given a not traumatizing at all flashback <clears throat> of Holland's older brother trying to murder him for his power as things happen in White London. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's just trying to murder each other. It doesn't matter if you're related or. But mainly what.
0: Holland. Everyone's yeah. just trying to murder mainly Holland. Mainly Holland.
1: Or <laughs> Our sweet winter child. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Kel and King Maxim begin to make a defensive plan against Oseron. And at this meeting, there is Lord Solinar and also Maxim's captain of the guard, Isra. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I loved her. Let's get into these two.
0: So for my Solonar, I, I chose Jimon Hansu, who is in pretty much everything.
1: <laughs> oh, you
0: guys are definitely re- um. He's in Beauty Shop. He's in um. He's the one in Ga- Guardians of the Galaxy that's just like, I finally calls him Star Lord. I was literally uh, thinking when you said the guy yeah. that's
1: in everything, I'm like, I think it's that yes. that black guy that's literally in everything.
0: He was be- I think he was in like Blood Diamond, Clean Larder, DiCaprio, yeah. like. His freaking, like, sheet yeah. of things that he's been in is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Okay. But yes. I chose him because I figured I was like, who yes. could, like, stand next to Idris Alba and be like, yes. Also, who would look amazing with, like, diamonds all over their faces mm. and yes. stuff? Yes. I think it'd be really cool. So, we actually have, like, a little bit of a character descriptions for this time around because Bridget was so sweet to get them for us. Oh, so this helps so a Solomar lot. So, Solomar is a tall man with a pale green eyes, dark skin, and his black hair is cut very short, and he does not have any facial hair, which is customary of ranking pharaohs. So, that is a description of Solomar, which I think Jimin
2: fits mm-hmm. perfectly. Mm-hmm. So, this was... What about you, Pip? Another double one, because... Um, I can't decide sometimes. Again, yes. I was like Idris Elba because you can't just... He could be everybody. That is was wonderful. But well, we casted him for Maxim. I know. But we like if he wasn't Maxim... Oh, I oh,
0: no. Sorry. You and I did.
2: Okay. And then I thought Denzel Washington would be kind of cool. Oh, Denzel. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, Denzel. <laughs> or his son. <gasps> just kidding. His son. That's even better. I totally forgot about that. But yes. One of the Washington boys... Yeah. So, yes. And see,
0: technically Solinar is the younger brother of... Oh, no. He's, he's, an, older he's the older brother. older brother.
2: Yeah, older brother
0: of the king, but um he doesn't have any magic. That's why he's not ruler. So I casted
1: Giancarlo Esposito. Ooh. He's in, most recently, The Mandalorian. He's also in Breaking Bad. Oh, God. He's the guy <laughs> that comes out after that... Uh, Was it a bomb that goes off and half of his face is, like, disintegrated? He's pretty good at playing, like, a slightly bad guy, Mm -hmm. or you don't really know what to make of him, so... Yeah, he'd be good. Yeah, he was just who I imagined. And then Miss Isra... Isra! Our queen. Her description is... Captain of the city guard, a
0: broad-shouldered Londoner. I was like, what the heck is that word? <laughs> <laughs> broad-shouldered Londoner with cropped black hair and a strong jaw. Women might be rare in the guard, but if someone questioned Isra's standing, they'd only do it once. Which is why I chose Rosario Dawson. Yes. Yes. Because oh. she's a badass yes. and I love her. And I was just, once again, I was picturing Idris Alba and I was like, who would be his like right-hand lady that would just like
2: kick ass? Yep. Yeah. Okay, I chose Mila Djokovic. Ooh. Right? Ooh. Resident Evil? Yeah, and uh, Monster Hunter. And I have a picture of her in Monster Hunter. And I was like, um, yes. yes. Right?
1: <laughs> and I casted Gabrielle Union. She's Ooh. in Bring It On, most notably. Yes. I love her so much. <laughs> and yeah, she just looks like she could step on me and kill everybody. Oh, Maybe. yeah. yeah. She a 1,000% yeah, could yeah. kill everybody. Oh, right. I'm doing the summary. <laughs> like, who's talking next? That's me. Here I go. So Lila wakes up after being drugged. Pretty pissed off. Valid. Yep. Uh, Kel tells her that he doesn't trust Holland, but has sympathy for him because it so easily could have been him mm-hmm. in his place and that it almost was. Kel locks Lila in a sanctuary cell mm-hmm. to protect her as he leaves to fight Oseron by himself. Everyone's all- always going off by themselves. Mm-hmm.
2: Never separate the party. First rule of (laughs) D&D. Like,
1: dude, we're only 25% into this book. You're not going to kill Osseron yet. Don't you know this? So, (laughs) Rai walks through the city. Don't you know this? (laughs) Don't Don't you know know the length of your own story? Come on. (laughs) (laughs) So, Rai walks through the city to the Night Spire ship where he finds Alucard with Anissa's body fighting off the possession of Oceron. Alucard is able to resist Osseron's possession and Kel finds them as well and learns that he is immune to Osseron's shadows and so by proxy so is, so is Rai. Oseron uses Anissa's body to then attack them because she died at that point, right. right? Yeah, she just when people are getting, you either get possessed by Osseron or you resist it like card, and he ends up having these like silver scars on himself afterwards uh, yes. or it just kind of kills you and you just drop dead. Go Isn't on. that a thing? Like <laughs> if
2: you can't resist it,
1: mm-hmm. it burns you. Yeah. She,
0: but it's a, like a literal slow yeah. burn. Yeah. Cause she like kind of sits, uh, she's able to fight it for a while with card in there. And then mm-hmm. later on, she like finally
1: burns up. Uh-uh. Yeah. Oh, also, um, Barris had kind of welcomed Osseron's possession. So he joins him basically like right. leaves as the sister is like dying alucard takes him away and barris is just like okay i'm gonna go hang out with join the cult as you do mm-hmm. so lila finds lenos and alucard's cat isa gotta shout Issa. out the, kitty. Oh, <laughs> the best kitty in the sanctuary and as they are leaving they run into more cult members you know shouting things at them have you met our lord and savior, the Shadow King? <laughs> Why won't you let him in? Yada yada. Kel, Alucard, and Tyrion learn that Osiron needs permission to enter a body. You know, like a demon. Mm. And just say no to demon possession, children. <laughs> this has been Demonology 101. <sighs> Lila goes off on her own damn it. and goes to Kala's tent mm, to see if she's God. okay. Oh. But finds her dead on the floor and is reminded once again why she tends to run away from any form of companionship or love because losing people hurts a lot. So, yes. When I tell you, I almost cried <laughs> while driving on the freeway. I was
0: like, no, 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 no. Because... It's kind of funny because as soon as like the blackness took over the city kala was like my first thought i was like no not my girl kala yeah and then, mm-hmm. like uh, lila's like i'm gonna go check on her i was like oh this ain't good nope, nope this ain't gonna be good no no no, no, no. and then yeah. how she just like touches her and her whole body just oh. like slowly like dissolves away yeah. because she's just burnt up in ash i was like yeah well, so she
1: resisted Oseron but succumbed to its disintegration basically because you know lila hasn't been through enough Nope. yeah lila just loses everybody okay Ah. (laughs) deep breath here we go so um, kel and holland speak of holland's past in comparison to kel who lived a very sheltered life while holland has been fighting for his life and the life of his people since day one so holland offers to use his body to trap Oseron and then be executed rather than go on trial for the crimes that he's done against Red London. So we get another flashback of Holland when he was nearly murdered by his first love mm. in exchange for a hundred silver, who he then turned and killed. So we're not cast in here. Nope. Hell no. <laughs> she is <does> not. <laughs> we're not. She is She a squib. I don't I even just, have her name down.
0: so <laughs> stupid. I, th- I think it's like, is it Talia?
1: Yeah, something. Something like yeah. that. But
0: ugh, I thought it was so stupid. It's like, you're going to kill this man that has been so nice to you for one payment of 100 silver mm-hmm. like what are you gonna do when that 100 silver ran out holland like <sighs> gave you a roof over your head he was like paying for your food and all you got to do was go dance during the day and you wanted to ruin that for one payment of 100 silver
1: imbecile yeah. She <laughs> mm-hmm. are still upset as you can say <laughs> very yeah. all of us i'm not
0: fuming it's fine yeah <laughs>
1: jesus okay so Rye searches for survivors and happens upon a woman dressed like a man on the Night Spire who was able to fend off Osseron's possession. And her name is Jasta. Who would we cast for her? Oh, hold on. I believe we have a physical description. Oh, yes. Uh, she had the
0: build of a northerner and the coloring of a local. Her rich brown hair worn in two massive braids that coiled like a mane around her face. All right. So I went with Meta Golding uh she's in catching fire and in criminal minds she plays one of the the tribute that has like the sharp teeth like she filed oh, her teeth down yeah. into spikes okay um so yes since we oh, just did catching fire yeah. she like popped in my head i was like Ooh, she, she would scare me out of my mind
2: mm-hmm. so yes
1: that is yep. who i chose
2: i chose michelle rodriguez of the fast and furious franchise
1: yeah. I, I, I considered her. Really? Yeah. Huzzah. It's like who who has melanin and looks like they could kick me or kick oh, me. Kill she me. Could and yeah. She definitely could kill me. I would probably nice. let her be like, Yep, you just you
2: can do it. It's, it's happening.
1: <laughs> Thank you. I accept this fate. I casted Stephanie Beatrice. She's in Brooklyn nine nine. <gasps> She's also gonna be in the heights. Yes, ooh, I
0: love her. Oh, I like her.
1: <laughs> yes. It's funny. Her. her regular awesome. voice is so much higher
2: than her Brooklyn Nine Nine voice. Oh, it like I know. I just want her to have a British accent,
1: though. Oh. I wonder what she would sound like. Okay. Yes, please. I've never seen Brooklyn Nine Ooh, you would love Brooklyn Nine Nine. It's so you good. are. What's what's the main guy's name? Jake Peralta. Oh, yeah, that's she's. <laughs> You're a thousand percent Jake Peralta. Lindsay is him. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Yep. <laughs> I love I'm the I'm the captain. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> We I mean. do this
0: all the time. If it's something that the two of them have seen before I have, they always like tell me which character I would it's be you. and then continue to cackle about it. And then I don't understand until I watch it because I remember, sorry, side note, but I remember Percy Jackson. You guys had all like read both of them like way before I even started. And you guys were like, oh, my God, she's Coach or Frank and just started cackling. And I was like, all right, this is nice. And then had to like wait five books till I even met, well, I met Coach. And I was mm-hmm. like, ah, I can see yep. it. But I had to wait five books before I met Frank and I was like, all right, guys. All right, I see this. <laughs> yes. yes. I, mean, I would totally fall for
1: Hazel. She's amazing. Oh, I mean, who wouldn't? <laughs> She's the best. Okay, so we meet Josta, and then we cut to sweet baby child Ned Tuttle in Grey London, who has had a nightmare about Kel being lost in a forest, and he wakes up to Osseron attacking his mind. So Osseron's power is slowly, yeah, like leeching into... Grey London. I forgot about that. Which is terrifying. That's absolutely terrifying. Um,
0: it's never fully explained, like, what he is, right? Like, how that's happening. Like, no, they never really. touch that. And I was like.
2: It's very vague.
0: Right? Like, <laughs> how stuff's, like, linking into Grey London. Like, she never talks about that. She never no. says, like, what net is mm-hmm. that he, like, has this connection? <laughs> I don't know if it's, like, because he's on the ley line of, like, a yellow yeah. bar or, like,
1: if it's something that he is. I just, but... in my headcanon, is that he is such a fanboy that he's just manifesting <laughs> magic to? <laughs> Aww, he
2: wants it so bad. But it just
1: happens to be like bad, right. bad magic. Because and-
2: he also gets like
0: um, he can see like the faces of like the people that are just walking yeah. around, being like, "Let me in!" Like
1: yeah, and no one else can see coming. it. Yeah, because later
0: because he like shuts down the bar and it's like no one can come in here. Yeah, it's like right. losing blood. D D is canceled today. <laughs> <laughs>
2: He a thousand percent would have Ned would right a thousand
0: percent be the freaking he like, DM yeah. like
2: six campaigns and right? have like oh all the figurines God. on the walls oh we Ned love is Ned our British <laughs> father that we Ned is
1: wonderful okay <laughs> uh, my tummy hurts because I was laughing so much <laughs> good <laughs> my tummy back in Red London they stage Holland's execution to bring Oseron forward which ends up working oh, yeah. and. Kel fights him and is nearly taken over. Osseron just, like, keeps trying to possess Kel, because I feel like he knows once he's inside of Kel, he'll just kind of rule the world, yeah. pretty much.
0: Because he's like, that
1: redhead, ooh. Ooh, spicy. <laughs> spicy boy. <laughs> so, Holland tries to help Kel, but is once again thrown into the river. Kel dives in after Holland, but Oseron traps him underwater. And as Kel is drowning, Rai is on... Land also. This is also drowned. when Jannar dies.
0: Right, Jannar. <laughs> Just uh, stab you, right? <laughs> and Asa Butterfield has fallen.
1: Death. One Asa Butterfield is down. <laughs> Asa Butterfield with what color hair? Like is my
0: Asa Butterfield okay. as Jannar has, has died.
1: Lin- Lindsay's Asa is dead. <clears throat> yeah, so Rye is drowning on dry land. Lila, Holland, and Kel all work together to fight off Osseron, and they escape with the help of the river,
0: Because, like most things that Kel does, doesn't think about it and just does it, and then finds out halfway through the predicament, he's like, Oh, this was a trap to get me down here. Yes. And it's like, Yes, Kel. Yes, of course it was. And of course, Lila's like, Damn it. He literally threw Holland as like a come get it. And Kel's like, My boy. (laughs) And then Lila's like,
1: God damn it. My boy. Everyone's pissed at Kel, pretty much. Uh, Rye is mega pissed at Kel. And full on just slaps him across the face for risking you both bitch. of their lives for Holland. Cause no one is yeah. trusting Holland or thinks that he has value at this point except for Kel. Yeah.
0: Kel's like, bitch, redemption arc, calm down.
1: It's gonna happen. He's gonna pull a Zuko, okay? Character development, guys.
0: <laughs> One baby step at a time. Uh,
1: so, Osaron is also mega pissed for not being able to kill the Antares and decides that the only logical thing to do is build himself a palace. Oh, yeah. Channel that anger. <laughs> channel that anger into something creative. <laughs> yes.
0: This part literally reminded me of Scar. Like, when Scar's just, like, pouting, like, why does nobody love me, not even as a cub? Like, I was like, all right, all right, Osoran. He's just like, I'll do That's the castle.
1: That's our our second Lion King reference in this episode. Oops. Amazing. Gosh.
0: Totally a Scar.
1: Long yeah, live like... the king. I'll save that Aww. for later. Ugh. So... How dare you. So <laughs> Tiernan tells the squad that to trap Oseron, they should really acquire a magical object that is called an inheritor That's which can oh. yes it. it can redirect magic from one source to another Alucard reveals that he once had an inheritor but he sold it to Maris Patrol who runs the Verace Straw did I say that right I have no idea good yes. enough that's how i, read I honestly it, so.
0: don't remember i like listened to that book so quickly that mm-hmm. there's a few things like i remember when making the list of the characters i was like Bridget, i can't
1: remember half these names help <laughs> i like vague description i was yeah. like yes i got you it's okay i have that the was, physical book
0: <laughs> literally i was like because okay, i don't have a physical book mm-hmm. to like flip through i literally have to like pick a chapter on audible yeah. and like kind Hope of fast there. forward it yeah but it was funny because i was like you know the the captain that kind of takes them on their mini quest and then like <laughs> e- uh, maxim's right hand <laughs> lady knight and so funny everyone brief descriptions. I was like, you know who I'm talking about. Like, I know who. He,
1: yes. yes. So, Alucard reveals that he I once know. had an inheritor, but he sold it to Maris Patrol, who runs the Verace Straw, which is a secret black market that changes his location whenever it feels like. I want to go so, there. Quest, so bad. Oh, I want it to be. Yes, real. I have such a clear image of it. Me too. In my brain. Ugh. So, Quest unlocked. Alucard, Kel, Lila, <laughs> Holland, Hastra, and Lenos set sail with the help of Jasta and her ship, which is called the Ghost. Yes. Mm. Yes. So Alucard's brother also pledges his loyalty to Oseron and Tiernan also promises Kel that he will put the city to sleep if Oseron's power continues to grow further. Mm. So late at night while they're sailing, Kel approaches Alucard and confronts him about leaving Rye and alucard explains that his father beat him for being with rye and barris exiled him to the sea he admits that he wasn't sure rye even loved him back which is why it's another reason why he ended up leaving and yeah they
0: literally like knocked him out threw him on a boat and was mm-hmm. like think about what you've done and when he like because he just he snuck out of the castle went home thought he'd make it without getting caught he gets caught they knock him out uh, and then he wakes up on a ship and not really knowing where he's at. And is just kind of like, oh, this is my life now. Mm. So he didn't really have a choice in yeah. leaving Rai.
1: Kel makes a decision to unchain Holland and agrees to trust him. They have a little bromance. Ah, friendship. Okay. Ugh. So sad boy <laughs> <laughs> they dock the ship. <laughs> sad boy friendship. Ultimate. Oh, my God. <laughs> the best kind of friendships. Yes. <laughs> so um, they dock the ship. And Alucard reveals that he, Kel, and Lila will have to offer something of value in order to enter the market. Mm -hmm. So, like, guys, you got to think about this. It's got to be important. It can't just be, like, anything. Alucard goes off by himself and er, and Lila decides to follow him and is attacked and nearly killed by the pirates of the ship, the Copper Thief, whose captain she murdered. So they have a grudge against her. Right. And because
0: they made a pit mm -hmm. stop. They made a pit stop on an island first because they had to get something. Lila gets caught by them. And then as she's getting killed, who comes to save her first?
1: But the boy she hates the most, Holland. Holland. Mm -hmm. So Holland gets there first. And we're in his perspective as he's healing Lila. And he heals her successfully, but she's kind of, it takes her a bit to come back. And he just kind of looks at Kel, who's like distraught over the fact (laughs) that he wasn't there. And Holland notes. Well, if he got here first, he would have healed her. But I'm quicker. So. (laughs) (laughs) So Kel is in in absolute shambles over nearly losing Lila. Can you (sighs) two please stop going off by yourself? Seriously. Stay alive and stop blowing holes in my ship. (laughs) Like, please. (laughs) So freaking traumatized all the time. (sighs) That night on the ship, Lila is pissed as per usual that she is unable to. She's talking to Holland and She's unable to recall how many people she has killed in her life. Because Holland has, I think it was 82. Like, he knows exactly how many people Mm -hmm. he's killed. So Lila, pissed off, proceeds to basically jump Kel in their room. And the best line is spoken (gasps) by Alucard. Bursting into the room during spicy times (laughs) to be the ultimate cock block. And says, stop fucking with the ship. (laughs) I love that (laughs) Because while they're...
0: I only (laughs) picture Johnny Depp going, stop blowing
1: holes in my ship! Stop (laughs) fucking with the ship! (laughs) Because they're... They've, like, kissed before, but this is when they, like, first start to do stuff. And also, Lila has fully unlocked her Antari powers, and they both just kind of... Woo! You know, their powers are kind of going off at the same time, and the ship is rocking. Water is... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> coming Splish in. <laughs> yes.
0: Oh, our children. Oh,
1: gosh. Hilarious.
0: But remember, they don't really have feelings for each other. Nope, nope, nope. definitely mm-hmm. not.
1: Deny. Refuse. <laughs> not acknowledging, acknowledging that. So the ship ends up docking in the Black Market. They reach it eventually. Alucard, Lila, and Kel gain access while Josta is refused entry. Uh, I think Kel offers up a coin from Grey London. Alucard gives like a spell or a no a potion and then lila offers up the watch which she had from baron Uh, (laughs) yeah kel gives uh, like
0: the red um coin mm -hmm. that he used to the last one that he left for king george because it means so much to him because it's the one that it was like left in the thing because remember he'd always like switch it out he'd always like bring him like a fresh one that smelled Mm -hmm. like flowers so the one that he kept around um was the one, like the last one that he ever gave to the king, so it kind of like means a lot to him because yeah. for a while that king was pretty much the only friend that he had other than Rai. Right. <laughs> so he was that funny. one like meant a lot to him, so he gave her that one. Ugh. And then the potion that um, Alucard gives, I think, is the reason that they made the pit stop. He's like, I have to go pick this up.
1: Oh yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. So at this point, this is when they meet Maris Patrol, who's the like queen of this black market. hmm And
0: yeah. Oh yes. Character description: Old, (laughs) dark skin. Its surface cracked into a hundred lines like tree bark. Her long silver hair was pulled back. Off her weathered face, she wore silver in both ears and both hands. Eyes the color of sand. So I chose alfrey Woodard, who is also an actress who is like in a lot of things.
2: (laughs) I've definitely seen her Um, in a lot.
0: Yeah, right. Like you see her face and you're like, oh, I know her from like that one thing. Yeah, so she is in Empire, she was in a series of fortunate events, (laughs) she's in Captain America's Silver War. (laughs)
1: Yeah, yeah. she's, like,
0: in a bunch. She was in Annabelle, she was in 12 Years a Slave, she's in Private Practice, Steel Magnolias, True Blood, Grey's Anatomy. Like, She's been in everything. She's literally been in everything. You've definitely seen her face somewhere. But I love her, and I think she can easily play, like, a sassy black lady
1: and i would love
0: to see like the cgi that they end up doing because i feel like this woman is like so unique looking mm-hmm. that they'd have to do like some type of cgi but yes my second pick which i didn't re- realize who this was but um was naomi harris because she plays um calypso Tidama. oh yeah. yes Tidama or calypso but yeah because i thought of like the voice because i figured like it'd be really cool if she had like a unique voice because you know she's like this like
1: yeah black magic i almost picked her magic. for Josta. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Almost.
0: So I didn't know who it was because, like, her CGI and, like, her makeup is so yeah. not Yeah. She sorry. looks so different. Yeah. Her makeup is so good and, like, the accent is, like, not hers at all. So I, like, went to Pirates of the Caribbean and I looked at Tia Dalma and I was like, wait, Naomi Harris. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute.
2: <laughs> yeah, she looks so different. As Tia right? Dalma. But uh,
0: she's a lot younger. than. she's did, beautiful. Like, obviously, like, the first word is old. Mm-hmm. So I went yeah. for, like, a more mature actress. Yes. Who, I mean, Alfre is still, like, beautiful. So mm-hmm. they'd still have to do, like, some work if they wanted her to look, like, really gnarly. But I think she could pull it off. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. Yes, I love it. Excellent. Yes. <laughs> Keep in. I chose, what's her name? Adjua Ando, a.k.a. Lady Danbury from um, Bridgerton. Ah,
1: she, oh like, my God. immediately
2: <laughs> popped into my head. And I was like, this, ugh. this was the actress i was like i there's this
0: older actress that i like have in my head and i could see her face perfectly but i could not remember her name this is her ah. this is the one i was looking for You're <laughs> You're like,
1: welcome.
2: oh my
0: god so yeah i didn't even have to perfect.
2: look or search at all i was like it's immediately her it's her <laughs> she is made Yay. for this role
0: that's so funny this is she was originally the one that i was like super looking for but i could not think of her name to save my life amazing Oh. I knew we would
1: so, have a double
2: cast somewhere.
1: It always happens. I mean we all watch the same stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um when I was reading the book, I imagined uh from Holes, Madame Zaroni. Yes! Do you guys yes, like, love Madame Zaroni? Let's
2: carry Madame Zaroni exactly. up the mountain.
1: How I pictured her, like tiny and right. old, but sadly she passed away in like two thousand eight. Her name is Eartha Kitt. <gasps> and, I didn't realize Eartha so Kitt played Madame Zaroni. That makes so much sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love her with a kid. And she has such a, like an amazing voice. So if she was still alive, I would love her. Right. But I had to pick someone who was alive. and I, I mean, know technically,
0: it's a dream cast. I so know. So if you wanted True. to.
1: <laughs> Madam Zeroni. Um, so I decided to pick someone who, uh, like, I hate whitewashing, but this is just, like, the other person that I would pick. Because she, she gives me the same, like, kind of old, chaotic woman. Mm-hmm vibes like the same soul and her name is carol Kane. she was in princess bride oh, i love her and oh, the unbreakable kimmy, kimmy schmidt. schmidt yes yeah. i love her yes she just <laughs> she is my old she lady goal. yeah
2: i want to be here when i'm old
1: yeah you'll be her jane <laughs> oh yeah good.
0: don't worry you'll get there
1: yeah <laughs> so that was who i was also thinking i could just imagine her all wispy old Yes. yes like <laughs> slightly insane and untrustworthy so um, they each shop and they find an item that they would like to leave with alucard exchanges four years of his life in exchange for this mirror which we find out what that mirror does later on uh kel gives up three years of his life for these antari binding rings which allow for the, the wearers of the rings for their magic to be bonded together
0: that part was so funny because I remember Alucard, since he can see magic, he knows, like, what Antari magic, like, kind of looks like. Mm-hmm. And at first he thinks it's Bard following him again. And he turns the corner and he's just like, wait a minute. And he just, like, goes to the table and picks up a ring and then just throws it at Kel. And he's like, get this. And Kel's like, why? <laughs> this I don't is want for you. rings. And he's like, just <laughs> freaking get it, will you?
1: <laughs> they, like, at first I have, thought... Like, an argument. <laughs> at first I thought he was like, propose. Like... <laughs> <laughs>
0: well it's funny because like they say that the stone is like black so in my head i was like is that her eye like is that like her missing eye because we're never told exactly what happens to her like black eye we just know that it got taken away so i was just like oh my god and did they just find lila's eye and they're gonna give it back to her and she's gonna be like a kick-ass Antari?
2: no it's just binding rings Mm -hmm. yeah i was thinking
0: it was an eye too
1: but lila uh, she ends up ex- exchanging her old cracked eye for the inheritor, and also she exchanges an open-ended favor in exchange for a solid black eye, which she puts in, and yes. she finally looks like a full Antari. So back in the city, Osseron oh,
0: also <laughs> also Maris like kind of keeps Kel off to the side and is like, hey. I know your real name, like your full name, <gasps> right? And she, cause um, she, I guess, knows either his parents or something that like happened to him. She was a part of like what happened to him yeah. when he was younger.
1: She took away his memories. Yeah, she's like, you don't remember, five but we, years. we've
0: met before, and she like writes it on a piece of paper, and she's like, if you really want to know. Here's the spell to, like, take off the, like, memory block that you have on you, and then you can learn everything that happened to you. I And Kel, like, that. lets it go in the wind, because he's just like, nope, I'm happy with who I am and where I'm mm-hmm. at, and he's like, and I don't need to know, like, what all that
1: is. Ugh. So... It's so cute. Development, <laughs> right? Yes. It super cute. My heart. Boy. So back in the city, Oseron uses the possessed people to attack the castle. Tiernan begins the sleeping spell at the king's command using himself as an anchor point. And then back on the ghost, the crew is attacked at sea by sea serpents. And this is when uh, Lila is drunk and trying to get all up and kill, but then he sees a flaming ship outside the window Mm -hmm. which lila and alucard talk
0: about because the sea serpents aren't actually like a sea serpent it's a crew of (laughs) pirates that um will burn their ship because their whole plan is to board yours kill everybody and then take your ship yes
1: so they do it
0: because a it usually gets people to stop and be like hey this boat's on fire and then they board your ship and kill you so um it's actually mentioned at the beginning because because uh, they're talking about going to treacherous waters so they talk about the sea serpents so when they're like kind of fooling around and making out kell's like hey uh, that ship's on fire and lila immediately pushes off of him like runs upstairs and is just like how you card like yelling for alucard because they both know exactly what this means mm-hmm. which is kind of funny isn't this the part where she also like lost her shoes in a bet oh my god yeah so and- kell goes up <laughs> Kel goes up to Josta and like brings her back her shoes and like Lila's like, but now you're
1: barefoot. He's like, yeah, I traded her for mine. Yeah. And it's just like, <laughs> it's like it well, up. my feet are bigger and they fit her better. So he was so annoyed by it. He's like, where are your shoes? She's like, oh, I lost them a the But he's like, okay, I'll be she's right like, back. like super drunk. <laughs> he's like, God damn it, Lila. So they're attacked by the sea serpents. Jasta had orders to kill Kel and she has allied herself with the sea serpents and planned this attack from the beginning lenos ends up dying in the fight so another asa butterfield is down
0: oh damn it no (laughs) this like this the way he dies is so sad because it's so quick that Mm -hmm. you kind of like wait a minute because he gets shot like with a harpoon from the back and it's just like (gasps) and then like it's pulled into the water and you're just like well there he goes and i was like wait a minute i
1: had to like rewind it listen to it again because i was like because lila we're kind of jumping around perspectives but when lila's fighting she sees that lenos has died and she has to continue fighting while she's like she's like no
0: because they had just had that like cute adorable moment where Mm -hmm. he the reason why he's been so skeptical about her is because the entire time he knew because his grandmother was an antari and like the thing that he keeps around him um because back in red london um, they find him and they see that he's like unscathed by the darkness because um he wears an amulet that has a drop of his grandmother's blood in it nice. and he's like kept it around as like a talisman. and then he eventually gives that to Lila mm-hmm. because he's just like, here, Antari, keep this.
1: Aww. I think he gives it to her calls to the boat, like calls to like giving you all the stuff.
0: <laughs> yeah, but it's super adorable.
1: Uh, okay, so Lenos dies in the fight. so my azab Butterfield has died and perished. Aww. So they are able to fight off the serpents and they quest it. Question. <laughs> Wait, a question. <laughs> a question. <laughs> Dear fuck. Okay. <laughs> so they're able to fight off the serpents, and they question Josta, and Josta reveals that she's been hired by the. Oh, do you want to just fucking tell this bit? Okay.
0: Um. So basically, Josta says that. Well, she says that she's been paid by Pharaoh and Jules. So they automatically think that Solonar sent the serpents and Solonar has planned all this. But then later on, our girl Lila. Um, thinks about it and she's like because she remembers that when she killed the pharaoh all of his jewels on his face like fell off so she was like the only way to like get these jewels off of a pharaoh is if they died so she's like why on earth would a pharaohin like part with these so quickly like to especially like to pay off they're like assassins, so yeah. they kind of figure out that like the only way—it's kind of hinted that like the only way that um, Josa would have been paid with these jewels is if someone killed a pharaohin. So it's not mm-hmm. necessarily the pharaohins that sent them, mm-hmm. but it's like it's obviously like a frame job. Like they're framing the pharaohins to actually setup. do
2: this. It's a trap. I was just <laughs> gonna say that. <laughs> it's a <drop.
1: laughs> You cut me it's off. A <laughs> I'm Same brain cell. Yep, both of you. Yeah. So. <laughs> Jossa goes to Kel with a knife, but who jumps in front of Kel but Hastra? And he takes the blade in his heart and dies instantly. So there's no hope of him being healed. I was
2: so pissed
0: it's so about sad. that. It was yeah. so sad. It's so sad because I remember in the book, the way that it's written is like, Kel would think back on this for days, months, even years, and think about like what he could have done because he's just like so worn out from the mm-hmm. fight that they just had that he's like, I could have moved my hand, like, I could have dodged the blade, I could have moved the blade from, like, ending, and it's, like, the, I just remember it being, like, Kel would think about this moment for pretty much the rest of his life, and
1: it was just, like, no! <laughs> and didn't you do Aza Butterfield for Hastra? I think I did. <laughs> think
2: that was my... Yeah. Yeah. So Aza
1: doesn't live at all, no matter what part we give him. Oh, sorry. I'm so sorry. sorry <laughs> Mr. <Asa>. Butterfield. <laughs> Out of revenge, Kel kills Jasta. He mm-hmm. slits our throat. And a well-deserved killing for her murdering a Hufflepuff. The so, Hufflepuff. yes, all of our versions of Butterfield are dead. So King Maxim, back in Red London in the, the castle, he finishes creating this blood spell that has slowly been draining his power all this time. So he's becoming like weaker and weaker throughout everything. Uh, he ends up writing letters to his family as like a goodbye, sort of. And then who pops in the room but Princess Korra. She attacks him with poisoned knives. Oh. And then Lord Solinar, or Solanar jumps in and is able to subdue Korra. And she reveals that, oh, well, I came for you. And my brother, Cole, went after the queen. Oh, so much.
0: Yeah. There's so much like, <laughs> ugh, in these oh. chapters.
1: Oh. <laughs> so Rai, uh, he's speaking with his mother in i think in the main hall like the jewel area yeah and prince cole steps in and starts attacking them so cole we did not cast in the last one We wanted to save him for this one yeah because he plays a bigger part in this one a description for cole
0: he has blonde hair pale blue eyes and he is very tall and broadly built but nevertheless handsome <laughs> why did that that bit i don't know um okay so i chose dane Dehan who is in, he plays the Green Goblin in one of the Spider-Mans. He's in that, like, what is that one with Cara oh. Delavine? Uh, Valerian? Yeah, So yeah, 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 that one. <laughs> He's like the main character in that one. He was also my choice for, it's my <laughs> younger pick for like the, the Dane male in like the first book. But then I like, when I decided mm-hmm. that they were going to go older, I saved him for this one and I made him gold. Like, I'll save you for the other blondie. Yes. Because he's got blonde hair and blue mm-hmm. eyes. So I was like, Ugh, perfect. And he plays a brooding boy very well. Yeah. Yes. So.
2: Who'd you pick, Jane? Well, I, on the first read through, I missed the um, broadly built. So I'm, okay. I am cast a skinny boy. It's not mm-hmm. that broad. I call they can cast Corey time. Fogelmanis. I Oh, he's in Girl Meets World. It's in a bu- he's like a younger actor. Oh, oh he's in Ma like, Okay, yeah. He's in a bunch of like smaller things. But he looks He's a younger dude. He's a younger dude. I try to cast as mm-hmm. close to eighteen as possible.
1: Oh, I remember him in Girl Meets World. He's like the best friend. Yeah. Mhm. So I casted Lucas Till. He looks like a baby Matt Damon. Um, <gasps> he was in X Men First Class and yes. the Hannah Montana movie. <laughs> really, oh God, yeah. I never saw when that he movie. was like. A, yeah. When he was an actual cowboy teenager. Actual oh yeah, he was the cowboy. He's the cowboy that she like falls in love with. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I need. Yeah. To he looks this like up. he could be related to who I casted for Cora. I casted the girl from Sabrina, and they yep. could, could be bro and sis. They totally could. Yeah. Yes. So. Um, Cole steps in and attacks him. Rai is cut, but he survives due to his link to Kel. And he ends up killing Cole, but it's too late to save his mother.
0: Because he stabs mm-hmm. through um. Rai steps in front of his mom and gets like impaled.
1: Oh look, I'm impaled. Oh
0: god. <laughs> but he gets impaled and thinks like he's got the best of him. But then when he turns around when he pulls the sword out and turns around, he notices that the sword went all the way through him and got his mom. Yeah. And so he just like slowly watches her die in his arms. I hate it.
2: Uh.
0: As if this poor boy hasn't been through it a lot. Yeah. This whole book is (gasps) just
2: 90% horrible. I don't want this to happen. Please go away. (laughs) Moments.
1: He's about to go through even more. So Ossoron tries to take possession of more people, but he is unable to due to Tirnan's sleeping spell. (laughs) So King Maxim leaves the castle to fight Ossoron on his own, but he ends up dying in the battle. And in White London, Oseron is able to take possession of Ojka's body, which has just kind of been chilling there since Lila killed her. Mm-hmm. So at this time, the Vescan fleet has arrived to the Red London shores. The Vescan fleet was sent for by Korra and Cole. So Rai, he like really steps up after his parents have passed away. He steps up to his role as Prince Slash now king, so he convinces two Vescan prisoners to write letters to the fleet, explaining that the prince and princess planned all of this and what like actions they have taken against their city. So Raya decides to go to Osseron's castle alone. Alone, everyone, stop it. Okay, so the king goes off alone. Kel, Rai, Lila. I'm yeah. just like tired got, of they've it. They've all Don't. gone off at <laughs> <third laughs>
0: <third laughs> once in so this fucking story. Hurry. So um,
1: Everybody if this was a if this was a horror movie. They'd all be dead by now because they oh, just keep going percent. off by themselves. Uh, so he goes to the castle. Rai goes to Oseron's castle. Uh, Oseron begins to torture Rai to lure Kel to him. Uh-uh. So uh, Kel, Lila, and Holland arrive to the castle and they find a mass of dead bodies, including the king and the queen. Alucard witness the Vescan fleet, or Alucard's back on the ship and he witnesses the Vescan fleet sailing away from Red London. So Rai's plan has basically worked with the letters and the veskin fleet leaves at that point it's so
0: freaking funny that whole part because i remember alucard like sends them off because he stays on the ghost and he like sends them on like the little the little Mm -hmm. baby boat to go in and he um puts fog over them so they could sneak in and the entire time he's like all right how am i gonna do this like if i had to take out this whole fleet how am i gonna do it (laughs) and he's like planning it out and he's like okay you got this like giving himself a pep talk and then all of a sudden they just start moving on their own and he's like wait Wait, what? <laughs> no, I was going to die a glorious death. Come back! Right? And he's like, no, wait, I had this whole plan. <laughs> like, it was going to be elaborate. Oh, gosh. It was so freaking funny. I, dro- I love Alucard so yeah, much. Yeah, of course. He's your okay. fave. Also, also, I just, we need to talk about the mm-hmm. fact that Rai would put on his armor and oh, just walk out oh. into the city because he can't be touched because he has no soul. So he mm-hmm. can't be, like, possessed by... Oseron. So the fact that he would just like adorn his armor and go out and like find people who like the silver, I forget what they called them, like what they actually ended up labeling them, but the people with like the silver veins. I think he -hmm. goes off and he finds them and he brings them back to the city or to the castle Yeah, um, for like safekeeping. And it's just, it's so cute because he just like, I need to do this for my people because he just feels like he can't do anything Mm because he doesn't really have magic. So he's like, this is the one thing that I can do.
1: And it's just like, oh. My sweet child. Oh, sweet, so brave boy. <laughs> so uh, the Antari trio. Yes. That. That's Antari sorry. trio. trio. They, <laughs> they head to Osseron's palace together and find a barely clinging to life Rai, once again, and the reanimated corpse of Ochka. So the three of them face mm-hmm. off against Ochka and Osseron, who still has his... Uh, Smoky body. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) His smoky bits. Oh, yeah, because Mm -hmm. King Maxim, even
0: though he did not, which was one thing that I absolutely loved, that his death did not go in vain. Because most people, Mm. they have a glorious death and it's like, oh, it did nothing to the bad guy. But I absolutely loved... How like he went out there and like risked his life and actually did some damage because mm-hmm. because of what Maxim did and what Maxim ended up getting, he can't like form a body anymore. So he's weakened just a smidge. Mm-hmm. But I did like how like Maxim's death like had a purpose. Yeah, and actually did something. Like if so, he hadn't done that, then they yeah, if he wouldn't. hadn't done that, I don't think the the entire trio <laughs> would be able to actually like <laughs> take him down. But it's nice to know that it's like his plan <sighs> and the fact that he like slowly killed himself. It
1: paid off. Yeah. yeah. As Gryffindors do. Yes. (laughs) So the three of them face off against Ochka and Oseron with the use of their Antari binding rings. So they're Mm -hmm. kind of able when one of them needs more power, they kind of pull it from the other and make them more powerful. Because whoever,
0: because you can like pull the rings apart, Mm -hmm. and whoever has like the main ring, you can draw from or yeah. take from so they're just drawing from holland because holland's mm-hmm.
1: the best bitch in yes. town <laughs> they all agree <laughs> they're like holland holland's you're like that nah, bitch
0: give me the ring and <laughs> i just remember lila being like why does he get the ring and, and he just looks at her and like because i'm more powerful shut up and give me the ring because i'm the eldest <laughs> <laughs> i'm
2: the oldest Listen. child
1: so lila is facing off against Ochka again and she ends up disintegrating her yes. her body uh, Osiron takes possession of holland but this was their plan holland uses the inheritor and at the same time lila and Kel remove their antari rings
0: well lila does mm-hmm. in like perfect form Kel can't get it off completely so lila has to go over there and help him which results in a fraction just a smidge of his power being taken yeah because um, Holland, like, pulls back all of his power from them and accidentally just, like, snags a little bit of Kel's because yeah. right. we make it very often time. Lila, like a badass, turns around and, like, smashes it on the ground and then it disappears, mm-hmm. and Kel's just like, I'm dying. <laughs> so Lila has to, like, go over there and help him. <laughs> I'm dying. Well, because he can still feel Rai's pain and Rai's being, like, impaled by, like, 20 different spikes of ice that are just, like, slowly going into his body. And Kel can feel that, so he can't really move. So Lila's like, once again, here to save your dumbass. Yes. (laughs) Out of love. It's like,
1: do not kill my boyfriend. (laughs) She's like, no one can kill my boyfriend but me. (laughs) So they're able to remove their Intari rings. Holland collapses, and his black hair has now turned white. So he's basically... It worked. Their plan worked. Yeah. Okay. So the aftermath of this epilogue, if epilogue love. kind of, kind of. There's a lot of little epilogues here. <laughs> Honestly, more the like oh, Lord of
0: the Rings. So, like just, of the Rings. Yeah. yeah. Five <laughs> different, <laughs> five different <laughs> endings. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Although I would love an extended version of this. Just give me three <sighs> hours. Yes, please.
2: Oh yeah,
0: this book and this book has to be like three hours. Yeah. Long. This
1: is one where I'm like okay if they split it into two parts. Oh, yeah. You know? Right.
0: Because it would definitely be like. Up to the mini quest and then the mini quest yeah, start t- to, to the it. ending would be like the second ah. one.
2: Yeah. Yes. Okay. Too much happens <laughs> for <laughs> this to just mm-hmm. be one movie. Or yeah. it has to be like six hours long, which I'm also okay with. <laughs> six hours.
1: Never opposed. <laughs> so Rai has fully assimilated in his role as king and everyone, all of his, like, his advisors are telling him that he needs to go to war with Vesk after the actions of the prince and princess, but he refuses even though...
0: Because his father tried so hard to keep the peace yeah. and he's like, I will not. And it's yeah. just like, oof. he
1: so easily could have let this anger like take control of him because they killed his parents, his family, is, yeah. essentially, yeah. or his mother. And yeah, but he well, decides a- not to... Attempted
0: for his father's life. Yeah. But Idris <laughs> will not be taken down so easily.
1: <laughs> so um, he uh, decides to go to execute Korra. But once he gets to her cell, he finds that she has killed herself.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, it's fine. Eh, Interesting. I don't. Because yeah, I
1: remember the the two people that he like sent
0: off, who he gives like a chilling speech to, by the way. <laughs> um, which is so cool, because I remember Solonar being in the room, and he's just like, my people are at your call, my king. Like He like calls him what king, call? and it's just like, oh, ooh, ooh, ooh. Ah! That hurts, and is <laughs> also so really cool. Solonar's like, time. I got my boys. Like We're ready. <laughs> Whenever you're ready, we're ready. We'll go down. We'll kill them. Mm. And Rai's like, no. Nah no 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 no. Just just a threat. And I just love how like the Vescan queen is just like, nah, no, keep her. I don't want her. Yeah. Like, we dishonor on our cow. <laughs> dishonor on our family. We,
1: we, <laughs> don't, we don't associate with her anymore. She is yes. dead to us. She's exiled.
0: Because yeah. she's the youngest princess. So mm-hmm. in her messed up head, she thought of like, oh, if I could bring my people the heads of the royals and a, like and this land, <sighs> I will be like treasured among my people. Yeah.
1: It's interesting because her and Cole are kind of parallels to the Dane twins, Honestly. you know? Like, yeah. it was kind of mirroring in Red London, like, oh, this could almost happen over here. But, yeah. n- that was a, Yeah, that was a cool parallel.
0: Like two siblings that are plotting to take over. Yeah.
1: Don't trust blondes. <laughs> That's, I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's what Victoria is teaching us. <laughs> oh my God. Anybody who's um. blonde, be wary. <laughs> okay, so... Kel arrives at the Five Points Tavern in Gray London with Lila, and he asks Ned to bury the inheritor. Yay. Oh, that's right. They mm-hmm. like
0: they it's like buried underneath the Five Points, right? Yeah, yeah.
1: Because it's him. I imagine he'd put it in the fireplace.
0: Well, I think he puts it in the cellar. It's ah. like it's like deep underneath the cellar, mm-hmm. like in okay. the basement.
1: So um, in Red London Holland studies his appearance after losing his magical abilities. So his hair is white, his eyes are a normal green color and he decides that he would oh, like he to go his home. Eyes are green. Yeah, they're back to it's normal. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. He decides that he wants to go back home to White London and he's very weak at this point like all of his power his yeah. essentially Imagine been... just being
0: like this all powerful being your entire life and then all of that's just like sucked
1: out. Yeah. You're just like ugh. Uh, that was like be learning so how to walk weird. again.
2: Yeah, it's so like he all your muscle mass.
1: he's very weak, and he decides to go back home to White London. So Kel brings him back to White London to and leaves him a single coin from Red London, just in case. Yeah. Pretty much.
0: Which is funny because he's no longer in Antares, so yeah. he can't even try. He yeah, can't even travel if he wanted mm-hmm. to. Yeah. <laughs> Such a like a beautiful death.
1: Yeah. Ugh. Like, so it's so sad. So Alucard gives the mirror that. He got from black the black market to Rye and this mirror actually shows the truth to the viewer upon them looking at it. And Rye sees that Alucard has always loved him and only left because of his hateful family. Because this whole time he's been like, I love you, but you left me. Right. Like so, Rai's like obviously been madly in love
0: with him, but totally like has this wall built yeah. up because he's like, I trusted you once. Yeah. You broke my heart. Uh, <sighs> so he's just never I love this Mm -hmm. part because Alucard like walks into the like the chamber room and he's like a king now and Kel's standing behind him and he's just like okay gotta go like try to get my man back but he's a king now and there's a bunch of people here and here we go and like (laughs) whispers to him and he's like I remember just (laughs) Rai's like I don't want your gifts and he's like just fucking look in the mirror and he's like (laughs) not right now and he's like just fucking do it (laughs) and he looks in the mirror and they have like a moment and Rai's like trying to keep his composure because he's king now Mm -hmm. and he's just like (laughs) god damn i love you oh god <laughs> oh that
1: hurt so cute. Uh, feels uh, okay so um, we jump back to white london very briefly and holland makes peace with himself and his actions and the most heartbreaking death occurs he's just kind of at the in the forest sitting there and just lets himself die wither away Ugh, oh i remember it's that chapter is literally like a page and a half and i'm yeah i remember of holland yeah, yeah. i cried because i love holland yeah. And then I was rereading it like last night as I was finishing up things and I was just like, Aww. oh, like getting all <laughs> emotional. And It was
0: so funny because I remember I had barely started the third book
1: mm-hmm. and
0: Jane asked me like, oh, who's your favorite character? And I was like, oh, guess. And she was like, is it Holland? And I was like, no, why would it be Holland? And both of you were like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> I was yeah. like, why would it be Holland? I was like, no, it's Kel or like Lila. And then or Aligard. <laughs> but it was just so funny because I think you were a little intoxicated at the time jane <laughs> probably but you were like oh is it holland and i just remember being so like okay what happens with holland and then at
1: the end of this book i was like oh, my sweet boy yeah he did exactly what he does my favorite trope when the bad guy turns redemption arc redemption, arc. Zuko. redemption arcs are yeah. Zuko. so good so alucard and rye end up staying in Red London together while Rai is king. Alucard gives his ship, the Night Spire, over to Lila. Lila has become Ugh. Captain. Captain. Yes. So cute. I would follow
0: her to the ends
2: of the earth. I just want her yes. and Inej to meet. Yes. I want her Stop and Inej
0: to meet it, because they are the <laughs> same person. some six of Chris, yes. <laughs> if we could have a crossover, so, I would die. Oh, just like bitch. a graphic Dude, novel or something. They could easily something. take over the world. They would take over the world in a heartbeat. Yeah. And Cal and Kez would just be like, oh, here we go. Why does <laughs> <has> our women rule <laughs> oh, the God.
1: World? <laughs> <laughs> So Lila is captain of the Night Spire now. It's her ultimate goal was to become a pirate, and it has happened. Mm-hmm. Kel says a very heartwarm- or heartwarming goodbye to his brother, Oof. and he chooses to leave Red London, or not Red London, but the city with Lila. Mm-hmm. He joins her crew. Yes. And thus all the ships have sailed, both literally and metaphorically and (laughs) yes the (laughs) book the book ends yeah i am in
0: ruins right ow i thought it was so cute because she kind of has you like leading because kel's talking about like this like this goodbye that he cannot like that he's stalling from and you like, kind of think that it's lila that he's yeah. gonna say goodbye to and then like he meets and then he it's rye and it's like multiple times they both mention like okay you gotta leave now or else like we're gonna change uh-huh. your mind <laughs> like you've gotta leave now and rye's like just it's go. okay just go and it's i thought it was so cute that he was like <laughs> Ali card Emery, I need you to be my guard. And Ali Card's like, bitch, of course. <laughs> Cause he's like, Oh, Kel's leaving, so like I need a I need a personal guard. So come yes, you, mm-hmm. sir. I choose you. It's adorable. But also
1: you will sleep in the bed with me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you will guard me at all hours. Uh. Oh, my God. Yes. Oh, so also, so one of my favorite parts from A Darker Shade, the first one, uh, was when after Lila steals from Kel and they meet each other and he's going to take her back to Red London and he, the line is something like, oh, I'm not going to stop until I see it. And he's like, oh, oh yeah. see what? Mm-hmm. And he's like, everything. She's like, everything. to Or he says it to Rye in this one. He says literally the same thing. And I was screaming. No. That part happened. Yeah. So he's saying good. Goodbye to Rye. He says I'll do my best, said Kel and then he was going. And come back, added Rye. Kel paused. Don't worry, he said. I will once I've seen it. Seen what? Asked Rye. Kel smiled everything.
0: Oh. oh. And Lila's just like my boy. Bring <laughs> yes. me that
1: horizon pretty much. Oh you're welcome pirates the caribbean reference so
0: before we get into story sorting before we get into sorting i just want to talk about my favorite quote in this book and it's um king maxim talking about like an arrow and like his love for amira um uh people spoke of love as if it was an arrow a thing that flew quick and always found its mark they spoke of it as if it were a pleasant thing but maxim had already taken an arrow once and knew for what it was excruciating he had never wanted to fall in love never wanted to welcome that pain would have happily faked an arrow's bite and then he met amira And for a long time, he thought that arrow had played its cruelest trick, had struck him, and missed her. He thought she'd stepped around the point the way that she stepped around so many things she did not like. He spent a year trying to free that barb from his own chest before he realized he didn't want to. Or maybe he couldn't, another year before he realized she was injured too. It had been a slow pursuit like melting ice, a kinship of hot and cold, of strong forces equally opposed, of those who did not know how to to soften, how to soothe and found the answer in each other that errol's barb had so long healed he'd forgotten the pain entirely but now now he felt that wound a shaft driven through his ribs
2: i hate it <laughs> it's so beautiful it's so <laughs> freaking oh god just,
1: those are the sounds of my tears i know i'm generally <laughs> I just remember, like
0: <laughs> driving and like listening to that i was <gasps> like oh my god and it's just Ow. like the schwab you are like amazing and it's just like oh, I had to like. I remember I re I re- mm-hmm. listened to that like whole chunk like three times on my way home because I was just like, wait, say it again. <laughs>
1: she has a way with words, just she like really hitting does. you. Uh-huh. And I just thought
0: it was so cute, like the part where he's just like, you know, oh, I thought the arrow only like struck me and it completely missed her. And then like a year later, he realized she was injured too. Like, oh, <laughs> he realized that no, she did like him. It just takes a while for her to warm up to people. That's and so, so yeah, sweet. I
1: just wanted to read you guys one of my favorite quotes. <laughs> I love that book my heart right ah oh, jeez. Okay. okay should now we get into we sort <laughs> get into sorting after jeez. emotions now that we're, crying. <laughs> now that we're crying
0: all right okay. who do we want to start with um should we do solenar yeah okay yeah gryffindor? i was thinking gryffindor <laughs> for solenar yeah that's where i put him well either if not gryffindor then maybe ravenclaw i put yeah. him in ravenclaw because he totally because he's totally the one that um puts together stuff that, like, Maxim can't, because Maxim's too worried to worry about Ryze's life. Because okay. <laughs> he's just like, yeah, I sent for backup, but it wasn't, like, to overthrow your kingdom. He's mm-hmm. like, it's because the bird that they sent you is no longer in that room. Because at the beginning of the Essentosh, the Veskins brought, like, one of their famous, like, eagles or hawks oh, or something yeah. like one of the birds mm-hmm. that's like represented by the veskins, and he was like that bird was put underneath the room of mine he's like and i would hear it squawking all the time and he's like and then one night i didn't hear it anymore so he knew that they had sent it back to vesk with like mm-hmm. um per- like asking for backup uh, so he was observant. like a bitch one step ahead of you and sent stuff to um the pharaohs as well <laughs> they like bring back up a war's
1: about to happen <laughs> so yes
0: I think he'd definitely be Ravenclaw. Oh, yeah. He's
1: smart, very smart and observant. Got like a good amount of Ravenclaws, I would say. Right? I mean, not in this one, but in the last one, I did cast like a lot of people as Ravenclaw. Oh, yeah. So, yes, I agree. Yes. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. I put him in <laughs> Ravenclaw. I
2: just, that was one thing. I didn't really remember him,
1: but I remember him
2: being like really clever and smart and like yeah. figuring He's stuff He's
0: kind of like a side-side character until like the last half of this book. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Then he, he comes steps into up.
0: play and it's just like, oh, shit. I'm here.
1: <laughs> Griffinclaw? Yeah, yes. raven door <laughs> <laughs> raven door <laughs> no. okay uh should we do cole yes next the brother slytherin yeah yep yes obviously mm-hmm. yes i think mean, i'm pretty sure that's where we put cora too so yeah oh yeah we didn't sort her in the last one Oh, that's because right. we were gonna we were like oh we don't yeah because we didn't no, want to give anything
0: away because if we were like oh she's the slytherin in that book you'd be like really
1: how yeah. right yes they're both slytherin they're both
0: slytherin because Sorry. they're Cunning, but well, oh. they're like failed Slytherins <laughs> Yeah, they tried to be cunning and tried to be sleuths. I do it?
1: <laughs> I put? Not. So I always write notes when I cast people, and for Lucas Till, who I casted for Cole, I put he has a butt chin. Which immediately makes me suspicious of someone. I don't know why, but it literally always does. And I know, Jane, you have a butt chin. I was going to say,
0: I have a butt chin. You're the exception. Okay. So does Viggo
1: Mortensen. Oh, God. Yeah. I don't know. I was just reading that. I'm like, why did I write that? But, oh, I guess.
2: How funny. I mean, like, maybe Gaston, because he has a huge butt chin. And so maybe, like, your childhood, like... Yes. He's a bad guy, it. and so like <laughs>
1: ingrained in your brain as a kid, it was like butt chain equals bad guy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then uh Barris, Emery, Alucard's brother. He has squip. Yes. <laughs> yep. He does not deserve to go to Hogwarts. Yep. He, he's just a jackass. <laughs> Nothing else. Squib. Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: That's why he's so mad, because he has no powers. Ah.
2: <sighs> he wishes.
0: Anissa Hufflepuff. Yes. Anissa is like the Hufflepuff. I love my brother, no matter how much of a dog sheep he is in our family. Oh, your baby child. And the cat's her favorite thing in the world, so. Oh, yeah.
1: Mm, okay. what, what else is the cat in <laughs> oh the cat is oh, no. ravenclaw yes the cat's sassy everybody sassy as hell yes. yep exactly yeah, it doesn't go to
0: lila because the whole that whole part where lila goes off on her own and like faces oh, these right. three peoples because she's trying to chase the cat mm-hmm. and after all that happens she goes back to lenos and lenos is just holding the cat mm-hmm. and she's like what the hell and he's like yeah she just came to me when i called her and she's <sighs> like you little bitch. she's like alucard will never give me his ship if i don't yeah. save his goddamn cat. Right. He's like, well, he, the poor boy has already lost his family. If mm-hmm. I don't save this cat, like, he'll have nothing. Aww. So she goes to try to save the cat. And the cat's like, I, I found Lenos. It's fine. I'm good. <laughs>
1: Thanks, though. Oh, man. So next is
0: Isra? Oh, Gryffindor. Gryffindor. Yeah. Yeah.
1: No question. Mm-hmm. The,
0: if the king's a Gryffindor, so
1: is his right-hand lady. Yeah, like. poster child. Gryffindor. Yes. Poster woman. Excuse me. Yes.
0: Mm-hmm. Oof. The part where she, like, because it's her mm-hmm. that's holding back Rye when he's yeah. like, no! Oh. Because his dad's like, I have to go do this, and they're like, "Get up! You are now king. Like you have to like hold yourself together. Yeah. Like you have yep. to let him do this." And it's Isra that's like holding him oh. uh. and telling him that like like your father's sacrificing himself for the good. And it's just like,
1: Ooh. pull yourself together. <laughs> yeah,
0: pretty much, she <laughs> slut, just takes Ryan and kind of shakes him by the collar.
1: Uh, Jasta, Slytherin. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. She's pretty much out for just herself, personal mm-hmm. gain. Yeah. Did she kill Hano? The girl she kills she both her, of them. Yeah.
0: She kills Hano, uh she kills the blind guy that's like part of her crew, yeah. quote unquote, and then also Ilo. the girl. Yep, yeah, she kills are both of them.
1: Expendable to her and yeah. she's just about her herself.
0: Yeah. Well, because I think she says like her actual crew or like the rest of her crew ended up dying, like getting burnt by mm-hmm. oseron Yeah. And she's just like, Oh, I I belong to the highest bidder or something like yeah, that. Yeah, coin
1: mm-hmm. is the only thing that
2: matters in this world.
1: Oh, and lastly, Maris. Mm-hmm. ravenclaw yeah yeah
2: i was ravenclaw. thinking ravenclaw with like slytherin tendencies yes. like she is very
0: it is, cunning and it clever. is a little slytherin-y to be like you will need to offer me like years of your life
1: yeah and that was pretty it was a pretty cool yeah thing mm-hmm. yeah. and then i also wrote down she's an ultimate hoarder <laughs> which i <laughs> feel like is a ravenclaw like hoarder of valuable objects not just random random things as Hufflepuff, like <laughs> oh the- yes we are definitely <laughs> yes. like the trinkets or like the yes. little knickknacks that you find speaking like of which claw, i bought when pours, yesterday. <laughs>
0: like, valuable stuff exactly it's like, like, like we're the ones soup, that go to like flea so markets and find like the little things yeah just like <gasps> i'm keeping this forever or a green crayon mm-hmm. shut your mouth raven claws are the ones that's like this is valuable and i might need it someday so i'm gonna keep it Oy. or yeah. it's valuable to somebody else and they'll pay me for it
2: <sighs> they're smart very smart
0: yay so we yeah that's it that is oh okay so who is your favorite character from this book holland yeah holland holland stole my heart If not holland then it's finally lila because Mm -hmm. no wait was lila one of my last ones i think she's the my favorite character of the last book so definitely this one is holland Mm -hmm. holland for sure sweet boy yeah because
1: the first one is very kel centric yeah the second one is very lila and the third one i feel like is 'Cause it's Holland, Holland and Holland's Rye It's like them story. coming right into oh, yeah. their full very self. Yeah. Much like Pretty much
0: their shared book. Yeah. Of like Rye coming into like full bloom of being a king mm-hmm. and then Holland just being Holland.
1: So one boy. rises Ultimate. and the other falls.
0: Oh fuck. Like my phone. <laughs> yeah. Why did you say that? <laughs> Ow. I mean that's literally what happens. Like yeah. Rye rises to being king and Holland dies.
1: <laughs> fuck. Uh what awesome. were your favorite parts or favorite oh yeah what's your favorite scene? part
0: in this book
1: uh, mine was when the trio became the Antari trio and like went the th- just the three with of them the to fight off. at the end i was like this is all i've ever wanted is him right because when they're on the ship it's very much so like oh like no don't trust him kel's the only one but then when the three of them set out together with the same goal and lila finally trusts him and
2: yeah yeah that was the best part when they went off to take mm-hmm. down the bad guy or I also or just, stop fucking with my ship i was gonna say i was literally just gonna say second part is stop fucking with my ship because it just <laughs> is iconic
0: one of my favorites is a little more sad but um oh. it's definitely when Rai finds alucard because he like goes out and finds alucard and lays uh-huh. with him on the ship oh. floor as he's like going through Um, Because the way Oceron, if you do end up with the Silver Flames, like the way you get through it is Oceron, like literally brings back up your like past trauma and you have to like live through it again and again and again and again. I forgot about that. Like till it's run its course basically. And Rai like lays with him and repeats, because he was conscious when it happened, and repeats to Alucard what he said when Rai
1: was dying. Like, I'm here now. You can't leave me. Stay with me. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That's Situations forever. are reversed because it's yeah. always Alucard being like, yo,
0: like, please don't die on me, Rye. And like, this is the time where Rye's like, you can't die on me, bitch. And it's like, <laughs> I survived for
2: you. You better survive. Oh, for me. It just, yeah. It like, because me... he
0: sneaks out of the castle as well. Why? Right. It's like the first time he puts on his armor and like sneaks out, and everyone's like, where's Rye? <laughs> and Kill's like, I know where this bitch is. <laughs> Side
1: tangent, it reminds me of the uh, Jabber Jays bit in Catching Fire. When they're separated, Pita oh, and Katniss, yeah. and she's like going through. Right. He's just like and on the like other side, like I'm like here. Like,
0: it's all fake. It's all fake. But she can't Ow. hear him. Sadness. Oh, that one, that. Yep. She like goes through it for like an hour. Yeah, pretty much the same thing.
1: Yeah, it yeah. would be interesting if in the adaptation we can hear what's going on in Alucard's head, like all of oh, they the past you. bit. Like They'd we tell you in the book, but if like we hear it, you know. Oh yeah yeah. yeah. That would be really cinematically. Cool
0: because it mm. it shows it's like his dad like beating him over and over yeah. again saying that he's not good enough uh. and yeah it's sad oh. and even like um that's your, it's, like, this is your favorite part well because i just <laughs> I it know. Was the part where it's like rye like i think it's like when rye pretty much goes against everything that he's like i i can't love him and he's just like nope he's all i have in this world least now and sin. i absolutely adore him and
1: i need him to survive <laughs> and then least favorite part uh holland's death yeah probably for me like ruined me
0: if not that um the death of the king and the queen mm-hmm. more so the death of the queen because it was so unexpected and rye like literally has to sit there and watch his mom die
1: yeah that when sh- he tried to save triggering. her yeah happy <laughs> hashtag triggered that's heavy yeah.
0: yeah it was that was oof. especially because like he just comes off of this high of like oh my god like i didn't die like i outsmarted this meskin prince and i killed him and then he turns around and his like world shatters
1: oh god Yes.
0: why is this book so fucking sad honestly that, that one's probably and then him like begging his father not to go outside and his dad just being like one day you will understand mm. as he like leaves and goes God. out to die long live the king <laughs> sorry but yeah, that's probably like my least favorite part is those deaths because it's like, it's deaths that you like story wise have to happen, but at the same time, you don't want them to.
2: Yeah, it makes sense, but I hate it. Thanks, I hate right. it. Right,
0: so sad, so sad. <laughs> so sad, so sad. Oh, yeah, what are you currently watching or reading? Ooh, Jane, you go. Um, I, I mean, since the last time we spoke, you finished King of Scars. I finished King of Scars. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I talked about it, and I was like, finally, <laughs> I'm finally sorry. I have someone to talk to about Turns it. Turns out no, Audible no, it's okay.
2: is the only way I have to. I can read right now. um Welcome Someday friends. I will get back into actually reading because I do miss that. um But I've been watching Grace and Frankie, which oh. is so <laughs> funny. It makes me laugh. um and they're just wacky and wonderful. And it reminds me Shits Creek where the first watch through it like is super stressful but also hilarious so I want to keep watching but I'm like it makes me nervous. And then you get to per- you get to see everybody's like character progression and they all become better people and it's really nice. And then also mm-hmm. Wild Wild Country. I keep like switching between the two, which is about the Rajneesh cult that created a compound in Oregon and it's bonkers. So, mm-hmm. yes, because cult Stuff is fun <laughs> to watch and observe, not join. In in hindsight, go, right? to analyze,
1: but not yes, exactly, not true. to actually be in it. it sounds terrible. Mm-hmm. What you? um you, I'm. What am I watching? I'm about to start the fourth season of Attack on Titan. <gasps> nice, but I haven't mentally been ready. But Honestly. my brother will not stop popping in and being like, "Have you watched it yet?" So I'll start watching that. Oh, and then reading. I'm still reading A Court of Silver Flames. I'm like a little bit more than halfway through but i'm not reading as much because i just keep falling asleep after work (laughs) and then i finished reading the first volume of Heartstopper. it's this graphic novel by alice oseman um just about this this, like cute boy relationship and they're in london so it's kind of fun to like read their slang and stuff and i'm just like oh they're british like (laughs) maybe it's, it's very adorable and I you know graphic novels you read them so freaking quickly so i'm just gonna go to barnes noble today and get the rest of the volumes that's and fine. that's what i'm doing that's tonight mm-hmm.
0: um as for watching i just finished wandavision
1: oh so is that good
0: i don't i'm kind of like oh
1: girl okay because <laughs> i've
0: heard <laughs> next you reviews. have to keep watching okay. well because like the first two episodes will like well you'll question it but then you're supposed to so just keep your okay. it was <laughs> yeah. on purpose yeah, yeah. all right Yes, it was definitely on purpose, and it's really cool, cool. and it's just like, whoa. Is it like Pleasantville, kind of? In a way, but much different. Okay. Yeah. Same, same, has, but a lot like, of it It has like Pleasantville different. tendencies, mm-hmm. but if you watch it, you'll just be like, whoa. Is yeah. it like Pleasantville, but
1: with a Marvel twist? Okay. I'm saving that for a weekend, that I'm just yeah. kind of, it's no really, really
0: good, and all the episodes are only like 30 minutes, so you'll like blast through it. Oh, but okay. It's, it's probably one of my favorite things that have come out of a Marvel in a really long time. <sighs> yeah. So, I'm just, I'm slowly waiting for Winter Soldier and Falcon. Oh, I cannot wait for that. I love those two
1: so much. Oh, well, it comes out on my birthday.
0: Yes. Yay. So, I'm so excited. And then, as for reading, I just, actually just finished A Court of Silver Flames. <laughs> Dear Lord. <laughs> um. And then, so, I started. <laughs> yeah. Eventually, you'll get there. But it's it's a long-ass book. Like, it's a lot to tackle. Yeah, you so, could kill
1: someone with the thickness of it. You really could.
0: So, I'm... I moved on to my next book, which is actually another V.E. Schwab, which is uh, The Invisible Life of Addie LaRue. Mm-hmm. So
1: I that's read the that. book I'm currently reading. Fucking heartbreaking. Yeah. Great. I'm only
0: on like chapter like seven or eight or something uh, like it's that. It's like,
1: but... I need, I want to reread it and just flag it a bunch. Like, there's so many quotes that I just kind of pause. Like, I put the book down yeah. and I look up. Just There's like,
0: already like so many quotes that I've just been like rethinking my wow. entire life oh. as V.E. Schwab. Right? Does. I mean, Ugh. I thought the arrow quote was good. So it's just like more of that. And I'm like, yeah. Just have a
1: sleeve of tattoos to her. <laughs> That's just all her cool. Uh, Yeah, so there's
0: a long-ass episode. Right, it is, but we'll edit it down. It'll be fine. It's but okay. <laughs> that concludes our journey through the Chains of Magic series. Yay! Yay. So, yes, I'm so excited. <sighs> um, I
1: think our next series that we would tackle Our next series Jane. would probably be the Raven Boys. Yeah.
0: Oh. Um, but I think Bridget and I are going to toss out a few one-shots. Like, um, we talked about Keep doing red, white, red, white, and royal blue, because mm-hmm. I've just recently finished that one. Um, and then I would like to do, like, kind of an episode for Silver Flames. Oh, yeah. Just, like, because there, there are a few new characters that we could cast, but mainly I just feel like it needs to be talked about. Since, yeah. like, that whole series, Obviously. like, started our, our podcast, I feel like we have to, like, come back to it. Um, and then possibly adding the Rue, depending on, like, when I mm-hmm. finish it. So maybe do a couple oh and then my movie episode is also coming out after this yeah catching fire episode which i had a lot of fun doing um (laughs) so trying to give us a break between like just doing like series upon series so yeah maybe a few most of the books we read are series right (laughs) (laughs) we can't help it maybe a few like single books in between but the next series we'll be doing is probably the raven boys with jane yay Yay! Mm. that series kills me right And then we're going to try to, like, mingle in. I know this is, like, a month in advance, but I'm trying to plan everything out. But (laughs) we're going to try to, like, do a cool little thing with uh, Shadow and Bone since the the series Mm -hmm. will be coming out soon. So not necessarily, like, casting, but we're probably going to, like, watch it and then do, like, a a review or compare and contrast, if you will, from book to
1: adaptation. Next book I'm going to read after Silver Flames is just going to be Shadow and Bone. Just the first one because that's all I have to read for the show. And I refuse to not have, like not having read that book before watching the show, so it yeah. must happen. The queen
0: herself, Leigh Bardugo, like, literally did a whole um, Instagram story of, like, the timeline of the actual books and then what books you need to read in order to actually understand everything that's happening in the show. And it was only uh, Six of Crows and Shadow and Bone. So it's yeah. the only two that you really need to know to understand everything that's happening in the show, but... I doubt you're going to read Shadow and Bone and not want yeah. to immediately read. The well, other I bought two. the box set. So I'm like, I'm, I'll I'm sure it. you're going <laughs> to read it
2: and be like, I, just, I need more. Yeah. Yeah. You, so I'm i excited. I could not stop reading. I was like, I need this book immediately. Mm.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay. So let's stop rambling. But right. right. <laughs> One day okay. episode now. So thanks so much for listening. Yep. Um, we'll see you guys later. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Keep reading and keep watching. Bye. Bye.